Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world, this is your host, hopefully one of your favorite deplorable brothers, David J. Harris Jr. And I have an amazing show for you all today. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me as I break down the truth, the news that's not drenched in liberal bias. It's unadulterated, it's raw, it's real, and it's more important than ever that we all get the truth. Today's broadcast is brought to you by my good friend Mike Lindell's company, MyPillow. Friends, if you need to sleep well, if you want to feel good while you're sleeping, you've got to try Mike Lindell's pillows or his sheets or his mattress topper. I have all of those. My wife absolutely loves his sheets, as do I. There's nothing I love more than actually feeling comfortable, just that you feel so good and cool while you're sleeping. His new Giza sheets are absolutely amazing. Use the promo code David, that's my name, David, when you make your order at mypillow.com and you can save up to 60%. Yes, Mike Lindell gave a special promo code for me, for you, my audience. So you can save up to 60%. Need new pillows, need sheets, want to give your mattress a makeover, get that pillow topper, that mattress topper, just use the code David and you'll save up to 60%. So let's get into my show today. Are you kidding me? Today, my friends, I have the opportunity to bring to you Senator Ted Cruz and his co-host for their new podcast, The Verdict, Michael Knowles. Their podcast is already breaking records. It even beat out Joe Rogan one week. People want to know the truth. They want to hear the facts. Here's a little clip from their podcast. We're sitting here right now. It is 2.42 in the morning. You've come here straight from the hill. Senator Ted Cruz has a nightly podcast called Verdict. Can you just take us through this process a little bit? Those rules are designed so you don't have senators screaming at each other. <laughs> the House has a lot of that. I still remember when they pulled up porn on the screen, Justice O'Connor just went, oh my. You're saying Ukraine and not Russia. That logical construct, X and not Y, they're engaging in lawyerly sleight of hand. The U.S. government was funding the Chinese research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The Senate acquitted President Trump about 4.30 in the afternoon. That's right. They're not done. This has released the hound. What in the hell? Are you friggin' nuts? Yeah. You guys are not friggin' overlord. Get off your power trip. It still doesn't matter if there was a quid pro quo. Okay, you showed off your Latin in the <laughs> yeah. early episodes. There's been a real cynicism in this whole issue of the protests. Just a week ago, we were told, if you go outside to do anything, you're killing grandma, you're endangering people because of the coronavirus. And then this week, we're told everybody should go out to protest. The world's number one podcast. And number one in news. We passed Joe Rogan. We rose to number one. We are uh, beating the New York Times. I'm sorry, could you say that again? The number one podcast in the entire country. What is a podcast? Man, are you kidding me? Without any further ado, Senator Ted Cruz and Michael Knowles, so amazing to have you both with me today. Are you kidding me? Such a blessing and an honor. How are you both doing today? <laughs> We're doing fabulous. Thank you, David. Thank you for having us. 
Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Well, I'm truly excited. I love everything that I've been seeing and hearing from your new podcast, The Verdict with Ted Cruz. I hope all my audience checks you out and follows you. You bring nothing but nonstop packed information on what is so important for all of us. So many Americans right now need to know the truth about what's going on. I think on a personal level, Senator, I think this is pretty amazing. And I think that it's it's it shows exactly, I think, what's wrong with not only our mainstream media, but the fact that you weren't you weren't given more accolades as you were. You were the first Hispanic American to ever win a presidential caucus or primary. If you were a Democrat, I don't think we ever would have heard the end of that. Why do you think yeah. you didn't get the credit that you that you should have deserved for uh, being the first? Well, look, the, the Democrats and the media, they're all in bed with each other and, and, and they're in the business of telling lies. You, you know, I remember, you know, back in 2016, I, I still remember a, a press gaggle in South Carolina where a bunch of reporters said, how come the Republican Party are all old white guys? And, and I stopped and just started laughing. And I'm like, OK, do you actually hear the words coming out of your mouth? I said, look at the Democratic field. They are all old white guys. They're all like hearkening back to their 60s days, smoking pot and wanting to be communist. And I said, you look at the Republican field. As you know, we had 17 candidates. We had a world famous African-American neurosurgeon who was running. We, we had a woman who was a Fortune 50 CEO. We had two sons of, of Hispanic, of, of Cuban immigrants in, in our mid 40s running. And yet their narrative, none of us exist. Yeah. <laughs> We're the old white guys. And Joe Biden and Bernie, they're apparently young whippersnappers and people of color. And, and, and it's just. The media doesn't mind lying with a straight face. These aren't the droids you're looking for. And we're going to tell you things that have no connection to reality. Yeah, that seems to be pretty much what we're used to hearing from them and getting from them is nothing but lies. That's why I originally even started talking and promoting what I what I did back in, in the election in 2016 was I saw the nonstop yep. onslaught of lies coming at all Republicans, especially the president. We also both have something in common. Both our fathers are pastors. How, how big was your dad's faith? How important was that for you? And I know you're a big man of faith as well. How important has that been in your own journey? Well, it, it's it's hugely important. And David, you and I are both lucky as PKs that we're not serving hard time or, do, or do, doing other things, because sometimes that leads to bad decisions by the kids. But, you know, my dad, you know, my father, well, he he is He's my, been my hero my whole life. He actually is not too far away from you in North Texas, and he's been at home. He's been putting out Facebook Lives, preaching once a week on Facebook, and he's getting a ton of views as people yeah. are logging on. You know, my dad's 81, and so so he's mostly stayed home during this virus, but but he's using technology to stay in touch with people and do Zooms and do Facebook Lives. And, and, and it's, uh, by the way, David, you will love this. We did just a minute ago. We were we were on on with Diamond and Silk and we were talking about the verdict podcast. But but we were talking about the idiocy in California, which you very sensibly fled California and came to Texas. I did. But in, in California, Gavin Newsom, the governor, has issued an order banning singing in church. You can protest, but you can't mm -hmm. sing. And Diamond and Silk's response was awesome. They said, well, just go to church and protest Satan and you can sing all you want. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Yeah, the orders that are coming out of Gavin Mussolini, I, I like to call him because he's truly acting as a dictator. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Right. <laughs> They're in California. I'm glad I did get out when I did. It was before all this. 
But I really, I really believe there's some shaking and some waking up in California. I mean, he, yesterday he, he announced the order to no indoor services for gyms, churches. He included houses of worship in there. Why is it that these, these Democrat leaders that seem to be really truly acting as tyrants, why does it seem that they hate religion? Well, I, I think in a time of crisis, people's character comes out and, and too many people on the far left that they, they loathe faith. They loathe religious faith and they hate God. They're angry at God. And you see it manifesting in Newsom's order. No singing in church. You see it manifesting in Bill de Blasio, the mayor of, of, of New York, who's a former communist organizer with the Sandinistas down in Nicaragua. He's been a longtime Marxist a couple of months ago. He declared if any church opens up, if any synagogue opens up in in New York City, they risk being permanently shut down. Now, who the hell is the mayor of New York to threaten to permanently shut down a church or synagogue? And you see the, the, the New York government, I mean, really persecuting particular Orthodox Jews, going after them, attacking them persecuting them, padlocking their playgrounds, attacking their funerals, and and it reveals who there are. Listen, I think we need to follow common sense steps to try to slow down the spread of the virus. I think I think in some circumstances it makes sense to wear a mask or to socially distance. But at the same time, we can't shut the whole world down, destroy everyone's jobs, everyone's savings, everyone's ability to provide for their family. But these little petty tyrants, A, they hate, hate faith. B, they're totalitarian, so they're willing to just abuse people's rights. But C, it's 100% about politics. They hate Donald J. Trump, both these politicians and the media. They believe if they shut everything down, if they stop kids from going to school, if they stop people from going to work, if people are poor and broke and frustrated and angry, they believe then they're going to vote Joe Biden and Donald Trump loses. And, it, and it, it, it's obscene. It's wrong. It's stupid. And it's destroying millions of lives, what they're doing. And don't forget, socialism is a jealous God. You know, we talk a lot yes. about the history of these socialist ideas on the Verdict podcast and how they become so popular yet again today. In the 1940s and 50s, ex-communists referred to communism as the God that failed. There's this idea that mm. everybody's got to serve somebody. And the left, which has replaced, yes. you know, gotten rid of traditional religion, they've replaced it with this secular religion of politics. And, and I think it explains some of the underlying battles that, that manifest in these policy debates that we're having. Yeah, I, I share I share that same thing on, on my show, my podcast. It seems that, you know, in communism, they want to be the God that's worshipped, the government. They want to control everything. They want to own everything. Michael, I have so appreciate so much of your you, what you share, your book that you have out. What has it been like oh, for you. you to have tasted the success and really been a, a real voice for reason, standing up for free speech? What has it been like for you to be able to work with Senator Ted Cruz on your podcast, The Verdict? Well, speaking of religion, you know, you mentioned my book, which is a completely blank book called Reasons to Vote for Democrats, a comprehensive guide. And I like to think of that number one bestseller as a great evidence of unmerited grace, you know, sort of falling down from heaven tells you a little bit about our political environment. And of course, great from idea. that all the way up to this, this verdict podcast, it has been, you know, a, a great honor at this at this time in our country to be able to put out this show with someone who's really led on, on all of these issues, led in not only 
only the political arena, but in the public debate, in shaping the conversation, in providing people with clear arguments for why we believe what we believe, why we're fighting for what we're fighting for. And frankly, I think the reason that the reason that the joke book, the blank book became successful is similar to the reason why the show hit number one within a week and a half, which is that the, the fake book, you know, the joke book was self-published and people liked that joke. They knew it would never be published by a traditional publisher. They realized that there are gatekeepers here that prevent conservatives from having a say in the culture. And on this show, I think that the American people want to know about their government. They want to know about the debates that are going on. They are not dumb, no matter what the mainstream media thinks, but they don't want it in five minute sound bites. They want to go a little bit deeper. They want substance. They want to go behind the curtain. And that's what we've been able to, to offer, I hope, through all all of these platforms, uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever, we, we go to where the audience is. And I think that they've reciprocated by that because the, the people really do want to have a say in their government. They just want to be treated with a little bit of respect. You know, David, we launched the Verdict podcast uh, during impeachment. We launched actually on the first day of the impeachment trial. And, and what we would do is, is obviously I'd be in the Senate during the trial and, and the trial would go many nights until 11 midnight, one in the morning. And then whenever the trial ended, I'd jump in the truck, I'd head over to the studio and we'd record live. So we'd be sitting there at two in the morning recording and, and we would record just, all right, here's what just happened on the Senate floor. And what we tried to do was explain what was going on. There were a lot of complicated issues there. All right, what's Ukraine? What does Ukraine have to do with Russia and the U.S.? And what's what's going on there? What's Burisma, the natural gas company? Who's Hunter Biden? What and how does he relate to this? And, and and what are the legal issues? What are the constitutional issues? What's the standard for high crimes and misdemeanors? And and so we try to explain them in a way that people could could uh, understand them and it makes sense. But but we also tried to really take people behind the scenes and, and, and so take people inside the Senate cloakroom and I'd discuss, all right, here are the conversations that the following senators are having. Here's the votes that, 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 that are hanging in, in the balance. Here's the questions. Here's the arguments. Here's what President Trump's lawyers are saying. And it ended up going, we launched it and it didn't exist. And within a couple of weeks, it rose to the number one podcast in the world. Yeah, and you we beat kept Joe it going all through. I, we right. did. I mean, it, it was it was crazy. Um, yeah, that's amazing. And after impeachment, and after impeachment, we've kept it going. We 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 drop an episode about once a week, and, and it's designed again to to address the great issues of the day, to address free enterprise versus socialism, to to explain the Constitution and Bill of Rights, to also to interview. So we've had some great guests. We just had Bill Barr a couple of weeks ago. I saw that the Attorney General, who you know, typically an interview with him is a hostile reporter for a few minutes. You know, Bill and I have been friends for 25 years. So we sat wow. down with a half hour interview where we're joking, we're laughing, he's relaxed. And it's interesting reading the comments on, on YouTube or on the podcast. The most frequent comment we get is people say, you know what, I, I really learned something. Because yeah. they laugh and they have fun. And, and like on the Bill Barr show, what people were astonished with they said, wow, he's got a great sense of humor. I didn't know that. And, Going in, I, didn't, I wouldn't have known and, that. And Barr has this really dry, sardonic wit. <laughs> but you don't get it when he's in a stiff media interview. And, and right. David, it's the reason you do your podcast. It's the reason we've got to go around the media because they're lying partisans and they're not telling the truth. Yes, that's exactly right. I, I ran into, into A.G. Bill Barr at Trump Tower in D.C., 
And uh, he was like, hey, David. I was like, you know who I am? He's like, yeah, I watch you. I watch you. I was blown away. But Big Smile seems like a very genuine guy and definitely the right person, I think, to be uh, uh, in that position right now, especially with Ghislaine Maxwell and everything that hopefully starts to come out. She was just refused bail. Uh, She is in custody. What do you think is going to take place? Obviously, we're all hoping she stays alive. What would you like to see? What do you think is going to take place with this entire Ghislaine Maxwell, Epstein, and all of the individuals? Supposedly, there's videotapes of politicians um, having sex with yeah. underage girls. What do you think is going to take place there? Well, let, let me just let me start out with with something you said there a minute ago that's really important, which is she had better stay alive. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what happened to Jeffrey Epstein that, that 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 he died in that cell is as big a black eye to the justice system as we have seen in a long, long time. What Epstein did to those girls, it was horrific. It, it was grotesque child abuse and every single creep who's been with Epstein, who's been with Maxwell, who's been part of this. They need to be held accountable. They, they need to be prosecuted. And there are a lot of powerful men that didn't want Epstein to talk, that, that didn't want Maxwell to talk. I'm, I'm reminded my colleague, John Kennedy, the senator from, from Louisiana, who's got, got, got quite a sense of humor. He said, what are Christmas ornaments and Jeffrey Epstein have, have in common? They didn't hang they, themselves. They didn't <laughs> hang themselves. Yeah. And and well, look, it's and that's actually something I've said to Barr that that for the Justice Dep- Department and the justice system to have credibility, they need to be monitoring her twenty four seven because she needs to testify. If there are videos, let's get those videos. And by the way, look, the media is so hypocritical because what what they don't ever like to mention is Epstein was was close pals with Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton yes, flew on the damn Lolita Express. All right, you want to talk about something creepy? Yeah. Jeffrey Epstein had in his house a painting of Bill Clinton in a dress and high yeah. heels. Yeah. Now, so now disturbing. the media is like, no, 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 we don't know any Democrats possibly who were with this major Democratic <laughs> fundraiser and friend of Bill that piled around on, like, like, you know, in their every defense, one of them, Senator, in the media's defense, I don't want that image in my head. The idea of Clinton and it's, it's not good, but they probably have other reasons. I'm trying to get it That's out of my head right now. I've seen that picture, and it is nothing that I, I want to ever remember, but yet it's scathed in my mind forever. So, how, uh, I, really quickly, two more questions. Yeah. What would a Biden, a Joe Biden presidency look like when it comes to China? We're all, I believe, understanding the real threat to a greater degree than we have ever understood China to be a threat to us, to our American way of life. Uh, TikTok, they're spying on us. What would a Joe Biden pre- pre- presidency look like when it comes to China? Almost complete capitulation. Joe Biden on his knees, kissing the furry behind of the Chinese panda. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, it, 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 look, Joe Biden spent his whole life kissing up to China. You know, his family's made money, lots of money off of China. And, and, and China, the Chinese communist government is our enemy. Just two days ago, the government of China sanctioned me. They issued formal sanctions against me personally. I woke up and, and found out I'm now banned. I can't travel to China. You know, it's really a shame, David, because we'd been planning to vacation in Beijing. I hear their beaches are lovely. We, 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 you know, we, I mean, it, these guys are murdering 
torturing, oppressing, lying bastards. They have a million Uyghurs in concentration camps. They engage in censorship and their cover up, by the way, of the coronavirus pandemic when it started in Wuhan is what caused it to spread to the world. The Chinese government is directly responsible for, for the loss of over 500,000 lives. And Joe Biden, he ain't going to hold him accountable. In fact, you know, he's gone out and said, oh, the Chinese communists, they aren't that bad. Well, tell it to the people being tortured in the concentration camps. Tell it to the people yes. who died because of the Wuhan coronavirus while, while the Chinese engaged in a cover-up. And, and by the way, if you care about jobs... Joe Biden happily presided over yeah. shipping our manufacturing jobs to China, over letting America be dependent on the supply chain in China where they control our pharmaceuticals, our medical supplies, our PPE. And if Joe Biden has anything to say about it, China's in charge. It would be a disaster on that. Front. You know, Joe Biden cheered it on. This is something that I think a lot of people are not aware of because they don't get these messages from the mainstream media. But even in recent years, Joe Biden was cheering on a rising China without any thought to the consequences. Now we're living through those dire consequences. But really, they were evident much, much earlier. I think that's why that's why obviously you put out your show, David. That's why we're putting out the, the verdict podcast is because you're not going to see those videos on the news networks. You're not going to read about them in the New York Times. You have to go around the media into alternative media to find out the, the obvious record, the videotaped record that the Democratic presidential nominee And we've has. done a lot of this on Verdict, on China in particular. Yeah. We've had multiple episode, episodes talking about the Wuhan Institute for uh, Virology, where they were studying not just coronaviruses, but coronaviruses from bats. Yeah. Bats that are only found, the closest place they're found is 900 miles away from Wuhan, but they were studying in that Chinese laboratory just a few hundred yards from the wet market where the outbreak occurred. Of course, the Chinese, Chinese government wants to suppress and cover that up, and the mainstream media here, they're interested in money. They want access to the Chinese market, so they won't cover it. The only way to cover it is, is through your podcast, through our podcast, is going around the media and getting straight to the people. Well, that's exactly what you guys do. That's exactly what I do. And I'm so thankful that you guys are out there. I think I found out, though, Senator, why they banned you from uh, from going to China. I don't think they liked your friends and allies tour uh, that you went to India and Hong Kong and Taiwan. I don't think they liked that. But I, even more than that, I think they saw you get outed on that airplane where you weren't wearing your mask because you were drinking your coffee. <laughs> the Chinese are, are, are so bad. The Friends and Allies tour was last last fall. And, you know, it's interesting. Suddenly now people in, in Washington are discovering that, that, that China are bad actors. I, I welcome them to the party. There have been a whole lot of people, frankly, a lot of Democrats and a lot of Republicans who were kissing up to China for a lot of years. And I have maintained for the eight years I've been in the Senate that that China is the greatest geopolitical threat to the United States for the next century. And so the Friends and Allies tour you referenced was last October. I, I went to Pearl Harbor and Japan and Taiwan and India and Hong Kong. And they're all friends and allies surrounding surrounding China. And, you know, in Hong Kong, they had two million protesters on the street protesting China's oppression. I met with those protesters. Many of them were young kids. They were teenagers. Yeah. They, they, they were who were risking violence, risking oppression. I met with them and, and then did an interview on one of the Sunday shows, did it by satellite. And I dressed in all black in, in solidarity with the protesters. because That's what the protesters wore was all black. And I got to say, 
So before I went, the, the Chinese government asked me, please don't meet with the protesters. Before I met with, with, with President Tsai, the president of Taiwan, the Chinese government asked me, please don't meet with President Tsai. And I have enjoyed for a lot of years telling them very kindly, piss off and go jump in a lake. I'll meet with who I want to and I don't take orders from the Chinese communists. Well, I'm glad you don't. I'm glad you stand for freedom. You are both of you are are true true patriots. It's been an honor and a blessing to see what you've done in the Senate so far. I really hope that after a Trump 2020 victory, we can see a Ted Cruz for a president in 2024. I don't know if that's on Thank your radar you, yet. I know it's a ways away, but I really like to see that happen. Thank you. It's I can tell you this. These fights aren't ending, ending in November. I hope and pray that President Trump is reelected. I'm working hard to help him get reelected. But these fights are going to keep going in 2021, 2022, 23 and 24. And, and, and we've got to fight to save our country. And I am committed to fighting to save America with, with everything I've got. I know you are, too. And so thank you for everything you do to, to, to fight for this great country. Well, it's an honor and a privilege, and it's uh, it's a blessing to be in the fight with both of you gentlemen. Thank you so, so much for your time this morning. I know we had to cut it short, but hopefully I can have you guys on again soon. Thank you for your podcast, The Verdict. I hope everybody goes and subscribes and leaves great reviews to your podcast. You gentlemen have a great rest of your day, and we're, we're in this fight together, but it's an honor to be in it with you. Thank you, David. God bless. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. So, friends, there you have it. Michael Knowles and Senator Ted Cruz, are you kidding me, on the David J. Harris Jr. podcast. Friends, their podcast is amazing. We're all trying to do the same thing. You never know what information one of your friends or family members will receive, will listen to, will like. So while I always ask you to please send this podcast out to 10, 15, 20 friends, spread it around. Let let other people hear the information that I'm trying to bring also, please go check out The Verdict Podcast with Ted Senator Ted Cruz. God bless you all. Thank you so, so much. And again, if you want to live life abundantly, if you want to live life uncorked, go to uncorkedliving.com and give my wife and I small business our supplements a try. They work. They're, in, they're impactful. Uh, I use them every single day, and I feel better than I've felt in years. So God bless you. Go to uncorkedliving.com and use the code David, and you'll get an extra discount. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.